What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Like It Is podcast. It's your host, Hannibal, here, and I am excited to talk to you guys again because it seems like it's been a really long time since the last time we had an episode, so we're back at it again, and it was something that was pressing on my brain that I want to talk about, and is the subject of Tyler Perry. Off the bat, I will let you know that I am not a big fan of Tyler Perry, so this episode will be dedicated on really answering the question or at least two questions why why Tyler Perry movies are so goddamn awful and not just the movies the TV shows anything that he is the writer or director of is really really bad and I wonder why is it so terrible and the next question is why is he so popular why does everything that he puts his name on gets a lot of attention? And he is probably one of the most powerful men in Hollywood and the most successfully in terms of monetary value. He's, you know, multi, multi-millionaire, able to buy his own island. He has his own production company. He gets basically a lot of praise for his work. But the work is really, really goddamn awful. His biggest hit was Diary of a Mad Black Woman and that made that big uh, first hit that he had because he was doing playwrights in at um in Atlanta. Um, one of his uh, I guess the first major productions failed. He was living on the streets, kept writing, kept writing, and started to get some traction when the um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out. As we all know about the Medea shit, dressing up as a woman a lot of times, more times than any other black comedian or actor ever, you know. That that Turk took off with the Medea movies and stuff like that. And, you know, the latest movie that came on Netflix, Fall from Grace, um, I tried to watch it. And it was so goddamn bad. And you you go you go on the internet, it's pretty it's been trashed and the wigs and some of the production stuff, stuff that an amateur filmmaker may get, you know, are allowed to exists or allowed to make those kind of mistakes, but not a man that's been into the game and making so much um, money over the past decade or so that he still has some these elements of his in his work that's so laughably bad. But we'll talk about why he sucks. And it's mostly because of the, his, his overall ability to write and produce as a filmmaker. It's pretty, very amateurish. It still seems like he's still on the streets of Atlanta trying to be a playwright. A lot of it is stage kind of material from a person who doesn't have the resources or the talent or the money to produce something more, um, something stronger, something with substance. And I'm, you know, let's just look at, you know, a lot of the stuff that he has. A lot of his work is based on a formula. There's a lot of, it's the same kind of beats in his stories. He doesn't deviate from it. This is not, this is not no Quentin Tantino guy. This is not Spike Lee. He's pretty, pretty, what some people call, he's like uh, fast food, you know, um, it's easy to consume, it's pretty, you know, it's not really healthy for you, there's no substance there, it just tastes really good, really fast, and it's quickly done, and I think that's definitely what you can use um, as a, a template for the fall from grace crap. Um, you can look at it and say that, how much time did he really put in that? Now, they said that the, the, I read somewhere that the filming took five days. Well, it looks like something that would take five days to do. But, you know, as a man who's been doing this for so long, you think his work would evolve, but it hasn't. 
So these are these are some of the um, templates for almost every show that he or movie he's produced. Basically, someone gets raped or molested in the past. You know, something something terrible happens, usually to the woman, because that's where he, his big angle. And we'll go into that in, in, a, in a little bit. Someone's cheating, someone's getting abused, and someone's relationship. It's a lot of abuse. It's always a lot of abuse, basically for the man onto the woman. That's basically what happens. And then, in the majority of his movies, Medea's in there, right? Even the Medea movies, or even the other stuff, the Mad Black Woman. Medea acts crazy, um, throws up a Bible quote, and again, we'll go right into why he is so popular. Christians love this type of stuff, so you know, takes you know has a goes crazy, says a Bible quote is supposed to help the character kind of develop, blah blah blah. Um, most of the actors now notice notice about um, Tyler Perry's movies. The best black actors are never in his movies. Think about it. Have you ever seen Denzel Washington in his movie? Will Smith, Halle Berry, um, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I don't remember the woman's name, the one that went to 12 Years a Slave. I don't want to butcher it, so but you know what I'm talking about. You don't see her. Um, you don't see any really good act, black actors, the high-level black actors in any of his movies. It seems like they're avoiding they avoid his movies, to be honest with you. Um, he has been criticized by many other black uh, directors. But Spike Lee has, you could just go on YouTube, that basically what a lot of his criticisms for is, is just a lot of stereotyping. Um, and yes, usually someone's breaking free of something, usually a relationship, you know. Um, and again, the acting is pretty subpar because he's getting either TV actors or no names or really old actors that's just trying to get back into the industry. So he does provide work for them, but they just don't have the same level of acting ability as the ones I mentioned before. But the people who I have mentioned before have no interest at all of working with him. And you can notice that, right? And you know, the endings are usually very, very predictable. You know, she becomes a stronger woman, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, when they, when they use that term fast food, you know, which um, he's been called the KFC of black cinema. Um, some people think he's the worst filmmaker in Hollywood. I think he's the worst successful uh, filmmaker in Hollywood. Uh, his his work is easily digestible, and it's full with the sort of the values that his audience loves. And despite the fact that his work is a lot of self hating and retrograde racial stereotypes of how we or how he perceives how black men behave and how black women behave and you can look at that from the fall of grace movie where he is drawing some conclusions on how the character how men act how women act and it's the same goddamn formula in each of the movies not as though he does tv shows as well and they're not that great either um, Meet the Browns was an abomination. It was goddamn terrible. And it's amazing to me that he's able to continue to get um, basically a seat at the table where, you know, Tyler Perry says, hey, I'm writing this really shitty TV show or movie. Are you interested in networks or lining up to take it? Why? Because a lot of his stuff just makes money. He prints money. Um, he basically, whatever he puts out, um, his budget usually is not that big. You know, he's not Michael Bay in it up. 
which is another movie I was going to jump into really, really quick. Six Underground on Netflix was the shittiest Michael Bay film I have ever seen. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but, you know, well, I don't want to go on that tangent, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need, you know, $100, $200 million to make a hit movie. He can he shoestring budget and his profit margins are so high. I think his movies, his work is the highest profit margins of how much it took to make it to how much money he gets back from it. And that's how he's able to continue to produce this garbage. So let's get back. Let's go into now why he is so successful. What is his audience? Who loves him? And who loves him is black women. Black women in particular love his movies and love their TV shows. Everyone loves them. And, you know, as much as I, it's fight, I'm fighting not to judge people based on what they like <laughs> or what they're into, but they love his movies. And I'm going to break, we're going to break down, you know, in a few minutes why. Like I said, Christians, um, religion is a very powerful medium to use. And he, he puts it in a lot of his movies. So when you, when you, when you have that strong um, emotional tie-in with religion, the quality of the work doesn't have to be high. It's just enough for if he just puts enough Bible quotes and enough themes of redemption or rebuilding or renewing yourself and you fit it in with a bunch of actors and actresses that look like the, the most of the audience that he's into, the black people, that you're going you're gonna to get some traction because he is fitting a void. Most movies are not about black women, right? Not a lot of uh, stuff about religion anymore. He still puts those elements in and he understands what his um, what his fans and his audience is into. Um, I look at Ty Perry, Perry is not necessarily as a filmmaker. I look at him as a businessman. He's kind of like a Drake. But in my opinion, Drake does better quality work. Well, Drake knows what's working right now. So he's going to make his music tailored to what's working right now. Compared to, we would say, a true artist artist where they are going to produce regardless of what's popular. It's what's express, it's what's inside. He's a businessman. He knows this is what works. Black women and religion. You put that in there and you put in some, you know, at this point, D and C and D level actors and you throw up on TV and you'll get enough people to watch it. Right. So let's go into the whole idea of the black woman. Majority of his movies is based on what I call scorn porn. A woman is getting abused and, and beat up on physically or mentally by the man. The man is being a terrible person. She kind of breaks free from him, meets a nice Christian man. They settle down and happy ever after. That's the basis of the movies. And we live right now where black women feel that they are constantly being victims. They can't, things are not working well for them. Despite the fact black women are going to college and making lots of money and things are, are you know are going well, you can look it up. You know, things are going better for some reason in terms of relationships. They fall under these stereotypes that all men are terrible. They're all out for themselves. And the only way you can only way you can solve this problem is breaking free and going to Jesus. The majority of of Tyler Perry's work, he's just he's writing for them. He knows what's working for them. His his work doesn't travel across the world like he's not booming in China. Chinese are not interested in his movies. It's basically from the black community. And the idea that if if we have a section of his population or his fan base who who think they are are in some sort of victimhood 
like they're constantly being are in a victim situation where they think they don't get a chance. The best thing you can do is watch a show, watch a movie that validates their already view of the world, their perception of the world. And Tyler Perry taps into that because there's not a lot of that kind of content for them to absorb. So that's what works. That works great for him. And it makes him a whole lot of money. But it doesn't help, I guess, overall black cinema, black Hollywood to make really quality work when we validate this man who makes pretty shitty, goddamn terrible work to be so successful and, and profitable that just because they have, you know, black people in the movie and a black woman's a lead doesn't mean we should just automatically think that it's a good movie or a good show. Bad shows should be bad regardless of who's on them. But a lot of people, and this does not go to black people, but it goes to all types of races and creeds and colors. We give something a better chance, or we'll grade it a little higher if it if the person looks and acts or at least somewhat acts like we do. And we need to move away from that. We can't do that anymore. Look at it on the base of the work. Um, but there's so many people who are into his movies. And I'm, you know, and I'm getting to a point where I am questioning people's intelligence levels. Because it's hard to, for me to watch a, a whole movie, a whole TV show. It's really difficult. So I've tried to watch a few of these movies. And it was really, really difficult to go about it because, yeah, just the acting's bad. And the, the, now it's the, these, uh, the Netflix one, The Fall from Grace, is just getting uh, viscerated because of the bad wigs. Um, some of the scenes don't make a lot of sense. You know, and, and I would say majority, majority of us, when you go online, they're looking at him like, yeah, this is pretty bad. But he's still making so much money because he slaps his name on it. It will get attention. And you're, you know, and this is the black community. Your your mom, you know, my mom, your aunties, grandmas are going to flock to his movies. And they're going to find it to be interesting because, again, it's speaking to them. And, you know, this is where it's going to be, you know, until maybe they wake up and realize, hey, this is really bad. Or at least someone else kind of steps up and creates something better, which his movie is so bad, it shouldn't take that much effort to do so. But as a businessman, he knows what to do with his market. Now, the biggest thing that I can see of his problem of how he has not evolved, and this is a big problem too, his work is still as bad as it was when he first started, or at least when he first got on with the diary of a mad black woman. The question is, why hasn't he evolved yet? Why hasn't he got better at story development or just overall on how to tell a relatable story without without diving into stereotypes and predictable endings and and then you know using Christianity to kind of save at the end with you know with the themes and all that type of stuff why hasn't he grew up as or or grew up as a as an artist and it tells me that he doesn't need to. If the money, if the cash is still coming in, why change? So that's probably the first one. And on top of that, he has been said that he does not have a writer's room. He does not have anyone to help him write the movies or the TV shows. So basically, he is in his own box, his own little silo, where he continues to write god-awful content. And he's able to make a lot of money for it. So it's not, I would say, it's not his fault necessarily. If it was bad, people stop listening or stop watching. 
but they keep watching. So these movies keep coming up, and he'll and then also don't seem he does pretty well with criticism. Um, he's been quoted when Spike Lee said, "Hey, this looks like you know we're kind of doing the same minstrel show stuff with you know with a lot of his work." Um, Tyler Perry did not take too kindly of that, so I don't think in the future is he going to change on how he produces work and how he gets his his you know get his shit together. Probably not. I think this is what he is. And, you know, the best thing you do if you don't like something, don't watch it. But the problem is with a lot of you, you know, if you hang around a lot of black women, they're going to watch it. And some are going to say it's great. And the people who do say it's great, man, you got to really question if they have brains. You know, um, it's hard to, you know, it's harsh to say, but if they think this is great cinema, then they don't know what cinema is or, again, the brain thing. I don't know. But that's all I have to say about that. That was just a little rant on Tyler Perry. Actually, a little subdued because in my head, I was like a raging monster. Just every year, his this crap keeps keep popping up and people keep listening and keep watching it. I, it just loses my mind. But I think that's the biggest point is he, he, he has not evolved as a filmmaker. And his audience uh, is mostly black women who, fail, who think they're victims. And the, this, his content validates their, their feelings. They think like either men, all men ain't shit or society is against them. And all, all they need is Jesus because black black people love God. They love Christianity. They, they soak that shit up. And he provides the void that Hollywood did not answer or did not want to answer. And he, play, he puts it in with his really shitty work and is making tons of money and, you know, Hey, if you're if you're into it, you if you're into that kind of show, I don't know if you will listen to this podcast to be honest. But if you if you are, then if that's working for you, then uh, so be it. Have fun, have at it. Uh, maybe the next immediate movie will be coming in a few months. The same goddamn movie. Um, but that's just that's my that's my thing. What do you guys think? Let me know on Instagram, Handbook Kings. I also have the Like It Is show on Facebook, Like It Is show. Just type it in the podcast and see the via little icon there and you know keep responding to the show i'm glad that everyone is still listening and uh, let me know how they feel keep it going keep it up i do appreciate every single you know any anything criticism or not you know just keep just keep it going and i'll see you guys later peace